Tonight on the show, we talk cannibalism and 80s music with the 2014 horror comedy, Gravy. My guest is Hillary. This is Manic Movie Monday. All right. Tonight we're talking Gravy, which is is a really crazy horror comedy. And, and I... Honestly, I like it's probably one of my favorite horror comedies I've ever seen because it does both horror and comedy very well, and that's not something that you normally see. Usually, it's like I we can do the gore, but the comedy is kind of like, Meh. or we can do the comedy, but the gore is like super lame, you know. But this movie was like, oh, I get two great tastes that taste great together. That's exciting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, are we gonna have to restart? Like, what's the. <laughs> it was so good, I had nothing to add. <laughs> was, That's even better. I was initially. Leaving was it in. Thinking, hey guys, Tillery, what's up? <laughs> um, initially, I was thinking, you know, like, horror and comedy is a very, very hard combination to do well. And if it is horror, then it's usually camp. Yes. Or, or comedy, and it's like, you know, like, like a camp. Like John Waters, but with gore. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's, you know, fine, and I do enjoy some of those. Yeah. But then you were really, really good, and you were just like, you know, it has equal parts of whatever. And I was trying to think of a good gravy recipe to try to make a good joke, <gasps> and then you just. Great hit the mic to me no quickly. that's fantastic though the fact that you were going to somehow relate it yes to, to the title of the movie to gravy yeah. is fantastic like holy shit all right yeah it was brown gravy or red gravy and if i say right? red gravy is people gonna know what i'm talking about right calls red gravy gravy besides the italians and i don't want to leave out anybody oh, oh right yeah i just learned that the other day too chris taught me that like yeah the gravy is another name in italian speak for like the for, for the red tomato sauce yeah. and i was like eh? yeah. <laughs> if you are at an italian's house and they were then they talk about making gravy it's gonna be it's gonna a bomb be fucking red sauce yeah. okay i got it yeah. and bomb red sauce and bomb red sauce yeah. at that so we're talking about this we're talking about a movie called gravy it is a 2014 cannibalism comedy yeah and done really, really and well. And done very well. The plot of Gravy is a group of fun-loving cannibals hold the staff of a Mexican restaurant hostage after hours on Halloween. And I- <laughs> yeah, it's very simple to the point, like, you know exactly what you're getting when you go in. It's not one of those, like, the less you know about this movie, the better. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's no Blair Witch. Yeah, it's, right. it's not like that, you no, know. It, it's- it is cannibals go to a restaurant to eat the staff. The yes, end. the end. Absolutely. It's absolutely that. And uh, did you know, did you recognize any of the actors in this movie? First of all. Well, Sarah Silverman. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, Avi. Avi, uh, yes. And yes. then, so you told me that, you know, his name is Chewy, but I have him as Raul. So <laughs> I guess I'm a racist. And now. that would be Paul Rodriguez, yes. by the way. Paul Rodriguez plays Chewy. That would be the owner of the Mexican restaurant that they take over for Which the night. Which is named Raul's. So yes, okay. You know what? And and then you're not. Then you're not racist. Yeah. <laughs> you just thought yeah. that he owned the restaurant and his name had to have been Raul. Yes. Yeah, that's not that's not racist. <laughs> and then I recognize Robin Hood. Oh, Jimmy Simpson. Yeah. Okay. I, but I don't. I'm not. 
I go, oh, who is that guy? Oh, yeah. He's, in all he's, the movies? Yeah. He's he's basically this generation's James Spader. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. he's in everything. And he has played both, you know, creepy, sleazy guy and nice, sweet guy and, you know, everything. He's a really insanely talented dude. And, and if you want to see more of Jimmy Simpson as Steph, uh, he is also in Westworld, House of Cards, Psych, The David Letterman Show for about 10 years. <laughs> so he really, he really has this very uh, kind of crazy career. And, and apparently in real life, he's a cool guy, too. So that's, you know, even I better. I wish I knew him better than other than, who is that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that guy that looks like Spader? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then okay. I recognized Anson that rhymes with Manson. Right. They're basically, they're basically like Charlie Day light. Yes. Yeah. And Michael Weston has been in several things. He's really good besties with Zach Braff. So he's in all of the Zach Braff projects, which means he was on Scrubs. He was in Garden State. He was in a movie called The Last Garden Kiss. State. That's where you know him That's from. That's where I know him He's from. one of my favorite parts of Garden State. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for those of you who have seen Garden State, um, and if not, you really need to see it because it's a fucking great movie. For those of you who have seen Garden State, Michael Weston plays the cop who pulls Zach Braff over while he's riding his sidecar. What's that called? It's, it's, it's a, it, I think sidecar. Is it called a sidecar? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's riding, he's riding in his sidecar and he gets pulled over by a cop. And that cop happens to be Michael Weston, who I guess they used to go to high school together in the movie. Okay. And he's like, last time I saw you, you were snorting lines off a urinal. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's like, what, 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 what did you think? What, what did you think of my performance? And he's like, shut the fuck up. And he's like, well, I thought you were a dick. So, <laughs> so yes, Michael Weston as Anson, one of the cannibals. Um, did you recognize any of the women? No. No. Oh well, Precious. Precious. Ga- Ga- uh, Gabby Sidibe. Yeah. Yep. I can't pronounce her last <clears throat> yep. I, I, I had to. Racist. I had to practice that. Yeah. I had to practice that. She plays Winketta, the. Okay. She plays Roz. Right. She plays Roz. Right. She she basically plays Roz from Night Court. And there's a Roz from Night Court joke in the movie. So that is also not us being racist, yeah. by the way. Yeah, that should actually be in the in the intro to this episode. And she'd be like, tonight we're going to talk about how Aaron and Hillary are not racist, 80s music, and cannibalism. Thank you for, for joining us on Manic Movie Monday. Okay. Yes. Gabby Sidibe. Uh, plays Winketta, and she is basically a, I want to say she's dressed like a security guard. Yeah, but I don't think she's actually a security guard. I think she works in the kitchen as, like, the sous chef. But since it's Halloween and they're all in costume, she's dressed as a security guard. Oh, dude, I didn't even think about the fact that it's fucking Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) I literally, no, I thought... She was like a security guard who happens to guard a Mexican restaurant. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say that that's wow. not her job. Right. Because she's sitting there with the chef and they're like talking back and forth and she's eating nachos on the line. And she's studying for what I I thought is her, I thought it was her GED, but it almost looked like it was a citizenship exam. <clears throat> I'm not really sure what she is studying for. <laughs> Because they're, they're talking about historical battles of, like, Napoleon, and I don't feel like that would be... 
in the in the uh, in the exam. Yeah, I don't. Nope. I haven't taken it to be fair, right? so it might be in it there. Could be. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, I think that she's like the line cook eating nachos after like the day is done. Right. And they just had like a left. And she just happens to be. They had dead nachos on the line. <laughs> she just my hap- history. happens to be dressed like a security guard because it is indeed Halloween. Yeah. By the way, this movie takes place on Halloween. So everyone is in costume yes. for the most part. <clears throat> yeah. That's how I have all the characters broken down. Is, is you know, like their coming queen. Right. Sir. <laughs> right. So Sutton Foster, who plays Carrie, and that's our final girl ish. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's our final girl. She's won two Tonys. She's a Broadway phenomenon. And so I recognized her because she's on this show that is on the TV land, which is, to be fair, is owned by Nickelodeon. Okay. So she's on this TV land show called Younger, where she plays a 40 year old who passes as a 20 year old to get this job at a magazine. Anyway, so she plays on this show called Younger and it's fantastic and she's great. Um, Molly Ephraim, who plays Cricket, that would be oh, our homecoming queen. Homecoming queen. Yeah. She- I thought she was going to be the final girl for a while. Yeah. I was rooting for her. I really was rooting for her. I liked that she was a snobby bitch. Tell it how it and, is. And she loved her cocaine. Yeah. Right? She, she, you know, well, she doesn't love her cocaine. She just, like, she does it on holidays and every and every so Every so often. She's like, because it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> but then I wake up in the morning and I'm just like, man, like, it wasn't even worth it. Like, oh, cricket. Is it? No. Um, she was the star of a Tim Allen sitcom called Last Man Standing. I've watched that show. That is... Which daughter was she? She was the one who was going to the fashion academy. Like, she was a she was going to be a fashion designer. Okay. And then what happened was that when they brought the show back, because the show got canceled, they brought it back to Fox. And when they brought it back to Fox, they asked her if she wanted to return as the daughter, and she said no. So they replaced her with someone who, wait for it, was skinny, tall, and blonde, which makes no sense. Not for that family. So, so yeah, that happened. But she's pretty. She's pretty brilliant. But apparently, she is currently on the A League of Their Own show that's on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Nope, I totally haven't watched it yet. I'm go. It's in my like saved shit. It's on the list. Yeah, but you know, it is. It is indeed on the list. Hector is Gabriel Luna. That would be our boxer yeah. in the movie. I liked him. He was great. He was apparently on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I dated enough nerds, yeah. so I've watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Currently dating a nerd, so. And have you seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? It has played in the back. And I do, like, I like the Marvel movies, and, like, yeah, I, I do, and yet when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes on, yeah, like, I'm eh. just like, meh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's too much, like, politics for me it's and maybe yeah. i'm wrong let me know if i'm wrong in right the comments. If at you like, pay attention. At, at us if yeah. we're if we're wrong please okay did you recognize because i certainly didn't lily cole as mimi I have no idea the name doesn't she, mean anything to me the cat yeah she's the cat yeah cat exactly cannibal. she apparently was a vogue model like a chanel vogue well, you I mean, name she's it gorgeous. oh she's like, gorgeous yeah. and she's a model for a really long time and then she wrote a book <laughs> called Who Cares Wins, and then they made that into a podcast. And now she is a representative of the the store, The Body Shop, but not the one that you buy, like, bath products at, the one that has jeans we can't fit into. 
Oh. You know, the body shop, the one that has like bongo jeans. And then, okay, well, we talked about Paul Rodriguez. Yeah. Chewy. Raul. And he, <laughs> right, Raul. I mean, he obviously has a huge career as a stand up comic. He was big in the 80s. Uh, and he's currently on a show called A Million Little Things. And then, last but not least, because obviously you recognize Sarah Silverman as Bethany, the love interest. Bethany Lynn Goolsby. Bethany Lynn Goolsby. She's fantastic. She's a comedian, but she was also, she has a serious turn in a movie called Take This Waltz, which is actually very, very good. She's a really, really good actress. And you see her bush. It is in Take This Waltz. It is a fucking shower scene and it is fucking like you could hide a VCR in that bush. It is crazy. (laughs) It's a really big bush. And I don't know if they were like, like, I don't know if they were like, we want you to be as natural as possible. So just grow it out. Or if like they gave her a Merkin or like she was supposed to be that, you know, full bushed. But it's a, it's like I said, yeah, hide a VCR or a Betamax. You could hide a Betamax in that bush. Yeah, it's a, it's a big bush. It's kind of crazy. And then we have as uh, Yannick, the French chef. Okay, I'm going to have trouble with this, even though I took French in high school. I think his name <clears throat> is Lothair Bluto. So I got the lat, I got Bluto, but Lothair is either Lothair or Lothair. He is a huge theater actor from Montreal, Canada. That makes sense. And that is pretty much all yeah. I know about him. So, <laughs> so, so this movie starts off with one of, if not, I will say my favorite Tears for Fears song. Okay. Yeah. So oh, yeah, no, yeah. The soundtrack is fire. Oh my God. It's one of my favorite things about this movie. It's one of the things that I use to sell this movie to other people is I'm like, it's eighties music and fucking practical gore. Yes. Go find the goddamn movie. On Tubi. <clears throat> on Tubi. Yes. Oh, Tubi. Tubi. Yeah. I feel like Tubi maybe like d- forgot that it was on there and they just didn't take it off because it's been on for a very long time. And a lot of movies with Tubi, the, my only gripe with Tubi is that like a movie will be on there and I'll be like, oh, cool. Tubi's got this movie. And then a month later, you know, it, you'll get that warning thing that comes up uh-huh. and it says, you know, to, we'll be removing out of the dark in seven days. And you're like, ah! the movie opens with tears for fears, sowing the seeds of love. And we are treated to this really cool tracking shot of Michael Weston going into the, I think it's like a 7-Eleven. Yeah, it looks like a little convenience store. convenience store. And trying to romantically meet cute Sarah Silverman. Yeah, no, they have some best flirty banter that is just ridiculous and not sleazy or uncomfortable. Nope. It is two awkward kids, like, Right. Oh, Finding yeah. Finding their light in each other. Like, <laughs> I absolutely love how they get on. That's fantastic. That's like, so great. That's oh, that's the other thing about this movie. If you're going to watch it, watch it with captions because you're going to miss so many choice, you know, dialogue. Like yeah, just no, the, dialogue the dialogue is so good is... and snappy. Yeah. And it, oh God. Yeah. So so definitely watch with that. So. So you kind of think that this is sort of starting off like a romantic comedy. Yeah, for sure. In a lot of ways. And then he goes back to his car and dresses up as a clown. And you realize something is probably amiss. See, I know. I just thought he was going to like a Halloween party. You thought he was just going to a Halloween yeah. party? Well, I don't well, know. Sarah I, Silverman was a bunny. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like dudes who dress up as clowns, I feel like there's a there's a disconnect there. Okay, so that's... Gacy? 
<laughs> Not everybody who wears a clown costume is a serial killer. Karen. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he. I feel like he set the bar. Yeah. <clears throat> and now everyone who dresses up as a clown. I mean, yeah. so. So I, I've obviously been conditioned by Gacy to believe that anyone who dresses up as a clown is a fucking crazy person. So fair enough. Uh, so Michael Weston, uh, Charlie Daylight, dresses you know dresses up as a clown, and we're we kind of go inside this Mexican restaurant, and we're seeing we're meeting all of the staff members. You yeah, know. closing up, trying to get out of there. Right, they're just trying to get out of there. Some people are trying to go to a Halloween party. Some people are trying to get over a breakup. Some people are graduating from college on Halloween. I, I know. Mean, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, okay, it's a weird time to graduate. Sure, but okay fun so to speak of trying to close up gets completely just steamrolled by this group of people so michael weston comes in he's dressed as a clown jimmy simpson is dressed as robin hood uh-huh. jimmy simpson's girlfriend mimi is dressed up as a cat black cat black cat and they've decided they are going to take the mexican restaurant hostage now granted there's no actual patrons in the restaurant at this time except <laughs> For a very sad man. Yeah. (laughs) And I will say this. I am not attracted to those level of that level of men now, but in my Mm twenties, I would have, I would have scooped him up and yeah, because I was like, Oh, sad man. Yes, absolutely. I will fix you that evil bitch. That what she yeah. did to you or whatever. So See, even without the cannibals and everything else, I wanted to kill him. Ah, that's he, so funny. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Bummed me out. From yes. Looking at him, just drunk at the bar, crying, and I was like, "Can somebody kill him?" <laughs> I don't even need the cannibals. The whole movie could just be this guy in like a prom. Baby yeah, blue he's tux. in a baby blue prom tux. It's a terrible. Sure. Oh god. Right. It's like no I wonder she like, left. Him, yeah. I, right? You know, he um, had me float the ring in a margarita. Oh. I, everything about him sucks. It's like a chill. Oh, and there's you know. and Robin Hood and Mimi are making out in the corner. Oh yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Right. That they're we don't know yet. that they're cannibals. We just know She's that they're just making out in the corner. Dry humping him. Dry humping him in the corner. Boot. Which, uh, yeah, you know, cards on the table. I fucking love Jimmy Simpson. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jim, Jim, Jimmy Simpson is literally the only reason I watched Westworld. And as soon as as soon as that kind of like you know came to its conclusion, I was like, well, I don't want to watch it anymore if Jimmy Simpson's not on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? So they decide that they're going to not only are they going to take over this Mexican restaurant, but they are going to force them to play like weird games yeah six degrees of kevin bacon six degrees of kevin bacon they they, they're eating you know they're they're eating random people as they go along and the movie is is basically scored by this fabulous 80s soundtrack oh yeah no the soundtrack Um, i mean you know everything from like cutting crew to tears for fears la bomba Bomba plays at a at a really interesting time perfect time perfect time yeah, it's like if you if you want to see an axe wielding clown stomping around to La Bamba, this is yeah. your movie. Yeah, I it's, mean, really, 
And then there was that weird, like, I like roosters, I like cows. Yeah, the Gwendolyn and the gang okay. song. Whoa. Yeah, I yeah. I did not know we were no. so prepared. Okay, no. <laughs> the only reason, okay, so the only reason I know that is because they had a song on the Weeds soundtrack. Oh, okay. And I remember hearing it. It sounds right. like some kind of like nursery rhyme preschool thing that I would hear on like a children's record. Right. And then I looked them up and I was like, oh, they're like a band and this is a thing they do. So when I was watching Gravy and I heard that whatever that was in the background, I went, is that a fucking, is that that other band? Like, <laughs> and I looked it up and sure enough. So soundtrack is choice. Yeah. It really is. Chef's kiss all the way. The special effects in this movie are practical. Yeah. And they're done by Howard Berger from K&B, who everyone knows as, oh my God. I I mean, (sighs) Dawn of the Dead, The Walking Dead, um, Evil Evil Dead 2, (laughs) Boogie Nights, for God's sakes. I mean, and I I didn't ask on that one, but I mean, he... I was thinking about that too. I was like, did he do the makeup surrounding the penis? Did he make the prosthetic? And if that was the case, fantastic. Yeah. Because I was under the impression that Mark Wahlberg was just hanging. Yeah. I don't think it's that. I don't think Mark Wahlberg is like that. No, apparently not. And he doesn't even like that movie, which really makes me sad because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. But this is not the Boogie Nights podcast. Anyway, we're we're back to this. Okay. So they... Various people try to fight back. They, you know, they, they kind of try to try to thwart the plan and fail, you know, miserably. Yeah, I did like that, though. Roz was talking shit from the get-go. Oh, yeah. yeah like, she wasn't about it. Uh, Hector, the boxer. He fought. He, he fought. He was just like, untie me, Holmes. Like, let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Paul Rodriguez was like, kill me. Let my let, entire let my staff, entire staff go. Test. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the bartender came up with her own plan. Mm-hmm. The snobby bartender was just like, come on, Mimi, let's rock. Right. You know, yeah. let's fight. like everybody, nobody laid down and was just crying and useless. No, absolutely not. And, and I don't feel like I've seen that often. Usually there's one person that just, well, I guess there was the drunken guy. Well, there was guy. the drunken guy in the bathroom. Right. Yeah. But he really didn't even... But I don't count him because no. even though he... He's there, but he's, he's not there, there. But he was not part of the staff. Yeah. And I feel like the staff really pulled together. Yeah. Well, they tried. They, anyway. They did. He definitely tried. The cannibals were much more prepared, but yeah. it was sad. But the thing about this movie that really gets right in a and that, that a lot of movies don't is that it makes the criminals and the cannibals really likable. Yeah. And I mean not even like tee hee hee likable like a Rob Zombie movie. Like if you're watching Devil's Rejects for right. instance and you just you know, you start you're giggling for, like, for Otis. Yeah. You know, and he, Baby's so cool. Right. Is she though? Yeah. Like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, man, they're yeah. kinda bleh. okay. Right? But when you watch Gravy and you watch them, you're like, eh, I can kinda yeah, no. see yeah like the brothers connection oh god yes oh that's the other thing is that jimmy simpson and michael weston are brothers they're brothers and then jimmy simpson brought in mimi and mimi and anson charlie daylight yeah do not get do not get along because she's kind of a cunt oh kind of (laughs) 
Um, She's not a very nice person. No, she was really the only one I didn't root for. Yeah, I didn't root for her either. I, I didn't. Oh, her I and know. drunk guy. Like, they could have yeah, hooked yeah. up and could've gone. gone. Oh my but God. everybody else in the movie I cheered for, where I was like, you can't cheer for all, you can't cheer for the cannibal and the victim. Yo. But I did. It's, it's, it's one of those movies where they successfully made these characters so much fun yeah. that you loved them. You loved the good and the bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you you could understand the 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 relationship between the two brothers. You could understand the relationship of this guy stand. trying to like, you know, get Sarah Silverman to like him. I mean, you yeah. you there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff in there that was really relatable and just fun. I just thought it was a really fun movie. It it's, is it is a fun movie. It is an easy watch. Yeah, I feel I I don't know if I would do this like as a first time horror watch for somebody because I don't know what people's gore level is. Yeah, apparently that's a thing I found. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, apparently, yes, yeah. there's a there's a level of gore that some people have, and if you cross I'm it, very insensitive to where I was just like, this is totally fine for my 13 year old slumber party with her friends. Oh my god! FYI, it it's not. not. By the way, apparently it is too gory for some 13 year old girls. Uh, I guess because yeah. I was very, I was just like, this is totally fine. Of course, it's ridiculous. It's so over the top, bloody, gory. The lines are hysterical. The soundtrack is amazing. Like everybody can watch this. That is not the case yeah i i i feel like it's such a fun movie yeah to me like a spouting artery like blood shower is funny is fun good yeah times. yeah i but, mean it, I mean, yeah, yeah apparently there are whole people that are sensitive <laughs> to it who knew so do you know anything about the director no okay Okay. That's not what I bring to the table. Anymore. I know, you it's know true. This. You're you're purely comedy. Yeah, I'm literally here just to brain fart when you're fabulous and you oh, point a mic at me. And I, I go, love you. Eh. You're the best. So <laughs> the so the director and writer of this movie is a guy named James Rode Rodriguez. Goes by James Rode in certain movies and he is an actor. And he was on a TV show on USA Network back in the day called Psych. Oh, yeah. He was actually the star of Psych. And then he ended up directing, like, eight episodes of it. So he had this idea, because he loves horror. He was like, I want to do a horror comedy, and I want to set it, like, kind of like a comedy, like a cannibal comedy, which really hadn't been done. Because even if you think about something like, say, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which is, I would, that's what I would draw for, like, any cannibal comedy, it's... I feel like that's too dark to be considered a comedy. Yeah, no, I don't consider it too a comedy. Right, like, I'm now trying to, like, rack my brain of, like, horror comedies. And, yeah, no, cannibals don't... No. Mm -mm. No, I mean... I'm putting them in, like, you know... Now, now my brain is mm -hmm. categorizing of just, like... Best horror comedy, vampire. Best horror comedy, zombie. Best horror comedy, <laughs> slasher. And, yeah, and, yeah. And now my brain can't get to cannibal till no. I go through all of that. So That's I will sit here on and no, yeah, for forty-seven minutes. The podcast will be over. And oh I'll my text God. you at like ten thirty and be like, I found one. Yeah, <laughs> just get a text at like two in the morning. Yeah, I got it. I got yeah. it. Here, make sure that you put this in and use my voice. Makes me sound smart. Right. So this is James Roday's uh, film directorial debut. And he has said that 
it didn't really like it wasn't a successful movie it didn't make any money or whatever but he's quoted as saying that he made the movie he wanted to make and it came out exactly as he wanted it to yeah no i think that this should be i well as much as we've watched it on tubi i know yeah so i mean what makes something successful which is a great question though is is uh, is us watching things on tubi does that benefit (laughs) anyone but us Like, like, is it like every time someone watches that movie on Tubi, does the director get, get a like a check. royalty check or something? Here's four, Here's four cents. cents for the time Aaron watched this again. Again. You know? I do not know. There's all very little behind the scenes known about this movie other than it shot in March of 2013 in Los Angeles and it wrapped in April. So quick, pretty quick shoot. And it was released on Shout Factory. Shout Factory brought the rights, and so they released it on uh, video, what's called VOD, video on demand, uh, DVD, and Blu-ray. And but that was kind of it. There was no if there was a theatrical release. I don't know anything about it. No, I did, I had never even heard of this movie when you brought it up to you know watch it, and I was like, oh yeah, no, sure, I don't mm-hmm. know anything, and then. It was a newer movie mm-hmm. where I was like, huh, I kind of feel like I'm usually up on mm-hmm. like some, you know, new released horror stuff. Okay, maybe it was like on, you know, Fearbox or... Right, something, something weird. Or, yeah, yeah. Shutter I, original. Right. You know, yeah. And then I was like, wait... I know some of these people. Mm-hmm. How did? But how did I not under hear? the radar? Totally completely knew under the about radar. It. Yeah. So yeah, your marketing team screws you. Sucks, guys. Because <laughs> this is fantastic. Because it's it really is. I'm like, why don't I have a shirt? Yeah. Why don't I have a gravy shirt with right. with, with Michael Weston wielding his axe? Like, yeah. how come I don't have that? No, my um, oh no, my shirt would say, "I want you to be the Mexican with the lexicon." Yeah, Mexican <laughs> with the lexicon. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I mean, that's such a great. It's line. got such great dialogue. It really does have such great dialogue. Uh, so, if you want to watch this movie, it is indeed on Tubi. It is free. I will be ordering the Blu-ray so I can watch director commentary. Obviously, because I'm a dork. If you like James Roday, you can watch him on A Million Little Things, which he plays Gary, and you can watch episodes of Psych on um, what's the P? Peacock? Peacock. Watch it on Peacock uh, or other things. And but I really feel like he knocked it out of the park with this. I really do feel like it was, it's it's an amazing horror film. It's a great horror comedy, and there really aren't a lot of really good well done horror comedies. I feel like another thing that he wanted to make sure was that the practice, the effects, the horror effects were practical effects. Right. And I was excited about that because I really feel like CGI doesn't belong in horror. I believe it. I, I, I really believe it belongs in action films and where sci-fi trains are going by and yeah. you have to make, tra- <laughs> you have to make two trains, you know, collide or whatever, or someone's going to fly a Marvel movie for instance. Right. But I feel like it has no place in horror and that's just me being a horror snob. A horror snob. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. 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 It's, it's true. Okay. It's wanna... true. Uh, so our next episode is going to be Hillary's pick and we are doing Fido. We're doing Fido. Yes. Oh my God. We're totally doing Fido. Love it's gonna be fucking awesome. So we will catch y'all on the flip side. And I have a long labia. That is. (laughs) 
yeah. Watch gravy and that'll be there, funny. There is a lot of like crazy little sound bites from gravy, you know, but cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. Seriously. Cannot recommend it enough. If you like horror comedy, if you like gore, if you like 80s music. Yeah. Dude. I mean. It's a win. If you want to sleep with Jimmy Simpson like I do, it's a perfect movie. It really is. So.